So I got distracted today. Uh oh. From preparing for this Sunday. For the um, church service. Yeah. But I've uh, I found a verse here in preparation that is, I think, worthy of conversation or just has some value to it. Even though it's not your traditional motivational verse. <laughs> I was like thinking of kind of like a pink elephant type idea on this, but it's really not a pink elephant. But it is one of those things that you're just like, whoa, did he just say that? And yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> so if you have your Bibles, um, everybody go get them. I'll give everybody a little bit of time to go get them. But uh, we had a really rough week this past week. It was just, it was Travis's birthday. We had our son Travis, he turned 15. And that was on the 16th. And he had an awesome birthday. We had an awesome time. My brother yeah. ended up. Uh, coming out from Texas, which he came he came up on the day of Travis' birthday, and they got to spend time with them, and they brought a bunch of snacks and junk food, and it was no, oh my <laughs> gosh, we had, we had we had a lot of fun, and my mom was here with us, we had a lot of fun, and uh, but by that night, stuff started to go south. Yeah, and um, I have, I, I, I mean, me and myself, I haven't felt good, very good this week at all. Um, but by the time everybody got done that night of his birthday eating and everything, I mean, pizza, all kinds of crap. Everybody was just sicker than dogs. Yeah. Um, anyway, my brother ended up getting food poisoning, but he didn't eat all the crap that everybody else did. He ate something else, but he's got some condition that he's had ever since I've been a little kid where he's just so sensitive to certain foods and there's just something that triggers him off. He's been in ERs and doctor's office and hospitals literally all across the country and in other countries yeah. for this. And nobody can really quite figure out <clears throat> what exactly, what exactly it is. Because yeah. it just hits him randomly and he'll get really, really sick like a crazy food poisoning. But like it's not necessarily food poisoning because we all eat the mm -hmm. same stuff, but um, it just affects him really, really bad. And he, he'll be in hospitals for days and days. I mean, this is the thing he's done forever now, and it's crazy. Yeah. Which um, we. No had, fun. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Which it's, I, I mean, like I said, I've, I've seen him go through it. And this has happened before where he's come out for vacation and to visit, and he's gotten sick for days and ended up in the ER before. This happened when we live in California. Um, it's it's honestly happened yeah like i said since i was little but um anyway that happened to him that night and uh we had brought my mom down here um to from, spend time with him to spend time with <laughs> yeah. him and us um uh, you know for trav's birthday but so um she could spend time with him as well uh she lives about 20 minutes away from us up a up a mountain. It doesn't sound well. I guess it's thirty minutes, but it doesn't sound um, pretty bad. But it's like one of those sketchy, like really narrow roads up little this two -lane, little crazy, mountain, windy mountain road yeah. uh, to where she stays. The um, the assisted living facility, living. yeah, the uh, the assisted living facility that she's at. So we had brought her down uh, to visit, and he was going to take her out. He had planned to to visit with her while he was here and he was going to take her out and take her shot, you know, do all this kind of stuff. But Lunch and he, shopping. Yeah, and he and ended stuff. up 
thrown up in a hotel yeah. <laughs> for the whole trip and deathly ill. So it was horrible. I, you know, I feel so bad for him. I know how it goes. Um, you know, I told him coming from somebody that never knows how they're going to feel each morning. I, I definitely understand that. So there was no, no problem with that, but that left, uh, my mom here, which great. We had a blessed time and every, you know, we had a great time. Um, but at the same time, my mom suffers from Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and Parkinson's and a list of, I mean, literally a list of, of things yeah. um, that's very, very difficult. And um, it's just one of the most, if you know my family's history, if you know the story, which I, I, I won't go into it in this podcast, but. It's just a very, very sad existence and just a sad thing to happen. So, you know, for two days and I wasn't quite, you know, I wasn't quite prepared to not. I love spending time with her, but there has to be she's at a point now where I have to be kind of prepared in my heart, in my mind to spend time with her just because of how difficult it is. You know, I mean, she has become very very kind of combative very grumpy very um conf- you know comb- like just she's just you know unfortunately kind of got some of the worst traits that you can have once you yeah. um get that down not to say that she's completely gone because she's not and i thank god for that and i thank god that we you know she's still in her right mind to see the grandkid you know and, and do that to to a certain extent yeah um but, I, you know, I definitely have to prepare myself because for a large part, she does not remember really anything except for the main details. Like she knows all of her children. She knows, you know, you know, but it's weird because certain things like her brain has picked certain areas of her life that to she be remembers. Stuck in, correct. And so like, well, her, and anybody that knows. Yeah. But knows like, so like for Brandon, there's a huge gap between him and his siblings. Cause she had the first kids like one right after the other. And then there's what, like a 15 year gap before you come. Yeah. We were just talking about that. John said 15. He was Trav's age. When yeah. We, yeah. And so it's just really weird because she remembers being a young mom raising her first four kids but brandon's childhood doesn't exist to her like every once in a while she kind of yeah but she largely does not remember but then there's like so brandon's whole growing up period doesn't exist we know all about the older four right she remembers those set in stone brandon's doesn't exist she was a greeter at walmart about a dozen years ago and that to her is like so she's either young mom raising the four kids or she's a greeter at Walmart back in California. Like those are her two go-tos. So yeah, she doesn't literally like, she doesn't literally think she's a young mom raising kids. No. Yeah. That's just but like yeah, where her mind, that's where her you know, mind is, is at. Like, yeah. Those are the things, like she but those are like her like, two time periods that yeah. she's most usually will go to. Um, so it, it's just kind of a hard thing you know to, yeah it's to just it's it's really you know it's really difficult and you know watching the shadow of the person that you know that raised you yeah you know she's just a you know just a little shell of that person and just seeing that death and decay and that coming you know it's it's so difficult to watch every time and then 
even to hold a conversation and just different things that she'll ask you realize how far gone she was yeah. like I went into this whole thing about my brother getting sick forever is because that's that's one of those things that's been stable in her family forever and she like just everybody knows she just was like why why this this is why is this happening he needs to go to the doctor if i'm like mom you know that this is like you this, I, this is the first time i'm ever hearing of this and i'm like yeah. okay yeah uh, well you know you realize and then she you know like you said she literally does think sometimes she gets so bad that she does think that she still holds her and like she's a job like yeah. has her job at walmart yeah and so she still refers to herself as a greeter and says yeah. that she even talks about what they had on their lunch. Yeah, break. I'm like, <laughs> like you've been there oh for lord. Years. So anyway, watching, you know, I have to, and I was not prepared at all for that. And in that yeah. time, I'm trying to prepare for Sunday, and then this yeah. week has just kind of like been thrown. You know, it's just weird. And um, you know, I got really, really. Uh, just kind of upset in the way of um, not in not an upset like ah, I'm kicking rocks you know like sad but just more angry um, angry at the the power of sin and death and we know that Christ had victory over sin and death and that's what that's where our hope lies but we kind of still have to sit in our own crap until the day that he returns and i mean that's the best way to say it i mean we do we have to sit in the in in the result of sin our whole yeah we're we're stuck here in the manure pile for a i while. mean we do have hope in a future and in all these things and blessings and enjoyments and all these things but sometimes we also have to sit in our own crap and sometimes we have to watch these things and um you know as i do i think that's that's um, the story of Lazarus and Christ. I think that's exactly where Jesus was when Jesus stood there and, and wept. I think there was just that reality there to um, this this human life that we have to endure, knowing that there's not much, there's plenty of hope in it, but there's still just this human reality of death and, and ugliness and sadness. And, and, you know, I think that should... Um, that should get us honestly just more upset at the at the reality of sin i think than anything else that's what i get i'm not i'm not mad i'm not sad that she's you know of course i'm sad that she's suffering this but i'm more i'm more upset at the alzheimer's itself for the fact of what that did sure that took away her memory that you know these things she didn't do anything to deserve this. I don't want anybody to get that wrong. That's not sure. um, what I'm, I'm trying to relate there. Cause that's not, that's not the case. It's just that we have to sit in the reality of what happened. And unfortunately the result of death and decay is, is this. And I just get so upset at that fact. And it just makes you almost just hate the our time here in a sense yeah like i honestly hate half and and I, I don't want people to take me the wrong way i don't think anybody will but i honestly hate having to watch her go through that it's it's just i'm like i i hate it i want her 
to be welcomed into the Lord's rest. I want her to live her better life, next life, right now. I, I want that now. I don't want her. But you know what? She's having, she's, she's, praise God, she's still here and on this yep. earth. And, and, and I'm not wishing that she would, you know, go. But at the same time, I do want her. Because I know that that person that she once was will never be on this earth that same person again that doesn't mean that like oh okay i'm done with you i'm gonna kick you out now of course that's not what i'm saying but watching somebody like that becoming more combative not remembering honestly just being um you know um which is which is great but honestly just turning into another human being that you care for yeah. other than that that person doesn't know who you are what you've been through what you've done what you're doing any of that so that just, I mean, and I'm, I just, you know, I do. I get angry. I get angry um, at, at the things around you, and you go, you know, this is this is the point. This is this is how bad things really are. How 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 much of a mistake we really made, and what we really have done, and and by letting the enemy. I mean, this is this is what the enemy does. This is what you know. He he destroyed and and not again. None of this is eternal. It's just what we have to live with now. But he was, um, you know, able to find a rapid way to destroy the body and mind by just. Uh, you know the the fall of man and just the results of what I, I know I'm jumping all over the place here it's kind of it's kind of difficult to get your point out when you're talking about it because you want to say that I you know you don't hate your your time that you're here because your time that you're here is your opportunity to do many things um but I hate the fact that I turn on the news and, and, you know, there's a new shooting every single week. I hate the fact that death and, and, and sickness and these things, it, it's everywhere and that yeah. it's causing people true pain and, and, and family and, and people are just being ripped apart and, you know, by these things. It's just, it's, you know, it just makes you almost kind of like the only the only thing that we have hope in is Christ. I don't, you know, any anybody other than that would see no hope in this life whatsoever. Because without Christ, there is none. I, I just, I, I don't, that's my own personal belief on it, but it's true. Um, but I do feel that way. I mean, there's no, it doesn't seem to me that there's, there's much hope in just leaving a, a, crappy footprint here you know if there's mm -hmm. there's nothing more to become and we know that there that there's plenty more to become to come um so it just kind of you know and then we know that paul tells us to to not not worry and not weep like those that have no hope because we do have hope and i think i came across and finally getting a, a after half an hour of stumbling to it finally we'll get to my point here in acts 20 
we'll go down to verse 24 and I'll go ahead and just read it because this kind of um, brought like a uh, interesting thought to my head after this. So I'll share it after it. But Acts 20, 24, it says, Paul, what he's doing here is he's on the end of his, he, he's getting towards the tail end of his life. Um, he's explaining that um, here that uh, he has pretty much spent his whole life just preaching the gospel, doing everything that he was supposed to be doing. And he knows that he's got some couple more trials to be to to come up but uh they're getting few he he's sensing here that he's probably close to the end of his mission but on 20 so that's leading up to 24 here so anyway verse 24 it says but i do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself if only i may finish my course and the ministry that i receive from the lord jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. You hear that though? I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish the course. Like, that, I was just like, whoa. Yeah. I was like blown away because not only in Philippians 3 that Paul counts everything as rubbish. So this isn't the first time, and he's talked about this plenty of places elsewhere. He, he talks about it in 2 Corinthians and Colossians and Timothy. Yeah. He talks about this a lot, but he didn't. He wrote the words, I do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself. Like, those words don't get jumbled up. That means what it means. I do not account my life of any value. Did he walk around depressed? And, and No, but it, it's amazing how he got a point across that that I, I guess that I've been trying to get a point across <laughs> for a long time too, but of saying it just doesn't matter. It does. It, it's like your life here matters everything you know it, it does it, it shapes who you are as a follower of christ of course it matters and, and but at the same time like nothing here nothing about us specifically nothing about anything that we do other than serve the lord mm -hmm. but none of this matters for anything not even your life who cares who cares I don't want to count my life nor value or precious myself. That's why I said we don't ever want to pray for death. We don't ever want to, you know, we, of course that we always want to live. Death is, the, is you know, the bad part of, of living. So if we don't want, if we don't want to die, but we should at the same time be completely comfortable and welcoming it, welcoming it because death means Christ. So, I mean, this verse kind of like just made me think. I'm like, you know, I, I not not to shut off any colder about the situation or anything that happened here, but I'm like, you know what? It doesn't. Who cares? You know, this time, yeah, this sucks. This part is painful and difficult. It's hard to get through. But at the end of the day, who cares? Because it'll all be over in a minute. It does not matter. It doesn't. And we shouldn't hold any value in life or anything any higher than, than, than we already do here because 
the next life for a believer it, it's eternal life it continues it doesn't it doesn't end it's not that's the appeal of it i told somebody this yesterday i'm like that's what christ offers is eternal life it doesn't change the person you're a perfected version of who you are you'd be a sinless spotless version of yourself you're still going to have all the little weird little kinks that you like and little things that you do and your favorite color will still be the same and you know you'll still like the same type of foods and you'll still like the same you know everything will still be the same that's what makes this so appealing right when jesus came back after the resurrection and he came in in human form was he like hey who are you guys i don't know who you are what's this stuff you know what he had a stomach he ate mm -hmm. he he breathed we don't know if um you know exactly how that works walking through walls and stuff you know just like appearing play you know like we'll we'll figure that all that that stuff out later i'm sure but um you know he he had everything that he had before he told thomas right here put your fingers right here yeah. feel i mean that wasn't like you know, he wasn't some spirit version of himself that was like, hey, remember when I died and I used to have holes like in my hands? You know, still no, me. it was still him. So it's taking that and you're like, OK, well, why would I hold on to anything? You're like, I'm not losing anything. I'm literally not losing anything for my mom. It's she's a believer. Mm -hmm. There's not there's not one thing that that she that I'm missing. I, I get I get to be temporarily separated from her at some point, unfortunately. But at the same time, I'm temporarily separated from Christ, too. So I'm not happy about that. My goal is, uh, you know, to for that to happen. But I, I'm, I, I still have to live here while I do. And, and living in this world requires a whole lot of pain and a whole lot of just just sitting in your own crap, like you said. And it sucks. And it's difficult and it's hard, but if we can learn that it's not over, it's not what we see here and what's going on here is not what remains forever. It doesn't. So, I don't know. I, that just really oddly, I know that was a very odd verse to use as Wonderful. a comforting verse. <laughs> that's say, where we find our comfort. I, mean, I that's do not the account my life of any value from. nor as precious to myself if I may only finish my course in the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel, the grace of God. That only if only I may finish my course. Do you know what Paul is saying right there? He's saying, if I could just let me finish this thing, let me finish this period of time. I'm here in this time, in this place. Now it's a very short period of time to us. It drags on forever. I'm 35. So it's been like, you know, I don't know, consciously, it's been like a really long time. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, you know, especially coming to the Lord. Now it even seems like it's dragging even longer. Yep. Because it's like, oh, dear Lord, please, all these things are coming. And I'm just like, my goodness, can I just finish? Can we just be yep. done? Like, I don't want to die. I have children. I have plenty of joy. I have children. I have, there's no part of me that 
wishes any kind of death, but I welcome Nothing it. Nothing in this world holds a light to being reunited right, with Christ. Right. So I said, but I welcome it. Yeah. I'll welcome it. I don't want it. I don't wish it. I pray against it. I have work to do. I have children. I have plenty of joy. But dude, if I wake up in the next minute that I'm with Jesus, then pfft, don't cry for me. Don't ever cry. <laughs> you know, that's what, and I mean, that's biblical. It's not just for me. I mean, for our dead too, that are, that are believers, we don't, don't cry. And if you're not a believer, well, then that's why we've got plenty of work to do. I mean, we do, we have, we have plenty of work to do to try to bring these people and remember that, um, you know, when I guess sharing the gospel with people and sharing Christ with people, you know, one of the most in, I guess common questions that I've got recently too is just people that are just really hard uh, pressed to let themselves be forgiven and and realize they're like, well, I just really hold myself down because I think God's really upset. And I think he kind of keeps tabs on me because he knows how horrible of a person I am. And like he doesn't, and it's, you get so, and I've been lost there too. That's not the way that it works though. Thank God that's not the way that it works. Oh my goodness, you wouldn't believe the weight off your shoulders when you find out that that's not the way that it works. And I'll tell you, I mean, it, that, that is not the way that it works. There's absolutely nothing that in your past that you could have possibly done. Nothing, it doesn't matter who you are. It, it does not matter who you are, what, you're, what you have done, that cannot be forgiven, that he will wipe away and not remember, you may still have to live with the results and the and the the consequences of your sins in this life, whatever that means. That could mean prison. That could mean, you know, um, just mental, you know, um, uh, pain or, or whatever it is. Um, physical. I mean, whatever it is, you may have to sit, but you are a brand new creation. And as long as you have dropped that old life like a hot coal and you have turned from that, you've repented, you've asked for forgiveness, you've come to Christ, you acknowledge that your need for a savior, he doesn't remember any of that. And he doesn't he doesn't keep tabs on on that at all. And I think that's 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 one of the most appealing things about this is is the worst person that you are is the more glory that can be shown from God because he could bring you to a place in time that you never could have been if you didn't have uh, his help. And I mean, I know I'm I could have never been here if it wouldn't have been for him. So uh, doing what we do. Um, yep. so it's a testament. We need to remember when we go out and we share that with people that, you know, it, no, it doesn't, it matters what you do from this point forward. It matters what you identify as saying, okay, yeah, I was really bad. And you know, it doesn't, you really don't need to go and confess every little thing. I mean, unless obviously there's some like serious, serious things that you need to confess to here. Like, you know, I mean, whatever. I, um, I've, Hope to God we don't have any people that have any like that. But uh, hey, whatever. Um, you just confess of of that, whatever it is. And like I say, you don't, I mean, if it's not huge, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> and, and you and God, confess your sins to the Lord. 
if it involves somebody else that you feel a call that you need to reconcile with because of it, do so. Um, if you're lucky like I am and have somebody that's like, hey, you know what? You just do you now, and I don't even want to know you <laughs> who you were back back a long time ago. Um, that's even okay, too, because, it, I mean, even though it, it, I guess eventually comes out, everything comes out um, between you and the Lord, and the Lord will search your heart and clean those things up in your life and, and, and deal with those. But they aren't remembered. So I, that, that trips a lot of people up if you decide to share the Lord with people and, and talking to people, and that's the first common trip up you get. Yeah, well, I'm a horrible person. You don't know me. Well, hey, that's that's all the better. We're looking for these. You know, these are the ones that we want. The ones that think that they have no hope, that think that they're in some kind of bondage here. So anyway, we do have a lot of work to do with that. But none of this matters and none of us should account anything on this on this earth as anything that's holding us from being reunited with Christ, um, even our own life. Following Christ requires us to hate our own life. So Paul's being nothing but obedient when he's writing, I do not, my account, do not account my life of any value. But that goes again, that's just, this is just such a foreign thought to anybody that's listening because this is not what we teach. This is not what we teach our children. This is not what's popular. This is not what's, you know, none of this is. So how do you, you know, how do you teach your kids humility? How do you teach them that, yes, we want to love ourselves in the way of of realizing that we are a child of God and we are his, and but not in the way of, you know, worshiping ourselves or esteeming our lives, um, you know, or our position here as important yeah whatever you just kick just i didn't do anything something just happened it like completely shut off my uh, computer screen and everything so actually i guess that's a good place to probably end this (laughs) um i hope that it made a little bit of sense There, there there was some content to this conversation or spilling um, I just had come across that and I just couldn't help but think that, um, you know, that, uh, we should probably all set our focus on, on the next life rather than this one, because this one is just ridiculously painful and, and stupid to deal with. <laughs> so I think that's, yeah. Because this world will offer you nothing but disappointment and pain. So don't, be surprised don't be surprised when it's di- when you're disappointed <laughs> and in pain. So. On that, hey, I mean it is though. I mean because we have, we have so much to do in the meantime. We and to have that, I you know have that knowledge to know. It, it's almost a freeing knowledge to know that. Who cares? Okay, cool. You're a billionaire. That's cool, Mr. Bezos. We'll we'll talk to you when that matters. You have everything that you want here and now. 
and ev- like everything's gonna catch fire. That makes no sense to be you know to kill and fight and 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 hate each other over something that's gonna catch fire. It's just it, it, it's stupidity at its core. So have a good day. Hopefully this was uh, helpful to somebody, yeah. at least one person. You feel better? I don't know. <laughs>